Um, hi, I'm Rachel. Welcome to the Right Now podcast. I'm interviewing Zach Day today. I think it's the other way around, but I mean, you can if you want. I don't care. <gasps> so what's going on? It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Mm -hmm. So you've been on American Ninja Warrior a couple of times. Yeah. Tell me about that. You were just in Vegas. Kind of like on TV, you were just in Vegas. But... Yeah, except they didn't show me. Oh, I got me. like the sad email that's like, unfortunately, we won't be airing you. What do you think you did wrong? What do you mean? Like for them not to air me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have that special of a run, I guess. I, guess I mean, no. all my runs are special because it's me. Right. Well, that that's sounds what, really that's conceited. What I figured. Um, honestly, I was kind of surprised that they said that they weren't going to show me. Um, but I think it's because so many people were on stage two and three yep. that like they need to just like make cuts somewhere mm -hmm. and i don't know my run was similar to a lot of other people's runs so yeah you can only pick so many yeah how it feels yeah so let's bring it back all the way to the beginning i know you've okay. made a lot of accomplishments you on the show two three times now two times two times now you made it to vegas both years yeah so it's amazing first of all, but uh, how do you even get started in this? What made you even want to do this in the first place? Um, well, I always thought the show was really cool and I always really liked climbing on things and doing physical challenges. Like whenever I see like something, I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I want to try that. I want to like climb up that tree. Um, and then in college, I didn't do any sports anymore because I don't know, I just like didn't think I wanted to keep doing sports in college but then I was wrong because I missed it a lot and like none of the club sports like really like fit in or like clicked for me mm -hmm. and then I knew about VertiQuest it was right. near Rutgers I went once my freshman year mm -hmm. and then never again for like a whole nother year I really wanted to go but I was like afraid to I don't know what I was afraid of <laughs> I was like yeah I remember the first day you were in the gym I well at least the first time I saw you in the gym uh-huh, that was I probably know. like an open gym. Yeah, it was, I, I know, I think you asked me a couple questions. Yeah, it was like right when you came back from your first trip to Vegas, yeah, I think. Yeah, right. And then you, you did your first competition a couple of weeks ago. I think you fell in the first obstacle. I did. Yeah. I was so nervous. You were so pumped up, it was hilarious. I was so nervous. <laughs> and then I like, I got like frazzle brain. Yeah. And then like before I knew it, it was over. And that was before they like, let you keep going. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I started like the way the competitions are now where you can like keep going and there's like more like amateur level competitions for adults and stuff. For sure. Cause I was just thrown into it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but first competition you fell in the first obstacle. A couple years later you're in Vegas. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Like how much did you go through in order to get to there? Um, a lot of trial and error. Yeah. I feel like it's like the biggest theme for me <laughs> or like for Ninja um, is just like finding like what works for me and what doesn't. And it's like all a process and it's really fluid and also like sticking to myself. Like I went through a lot of like trying to be like other people mm. or like trying to do what works for other people. And I think I'm like kind of all realizing this now. <laughs> and now that we're talking, it's like a therapy session. Yeah. Um, but finding what works best for me, mm -hmm. I think was like the biggest thing for me. Gotcha. Do you have like uh, mentors coming up, people who inspired you to keep going? Yeah, I mean, when I first started Ninja, like before I even like stepped foot in a gym and stuff, like I looked at like, Barclay Stockett, Jesse Graff, Jesse Lebrecht, like all these amazing women who I kind of like saw myself in, mm -hmm. like little bits of me and like each person. And I'm like, oh, like if they could do it, I could do it. And now like it just come full circle because like I'm realizing that like people look at me like that and I'm like, whoa, yeah. that's crazy. I know the feeling. So talk to me about like childhood growing up. What was that like? For people who don't know, who have no idea who you are. Okay. I grew up in a suburban town in New Jersey. Right. Um, I grew up with my sister, my two parents, and we, I don't know, typical like suburban stuff. Yeah. What kind of kid were you? Like, were you like a super energetic? Because you're very energetic. You're 
outgoing? Were you always yeah, like that? Yeah, I was always really outgoing and energetic. Um, I remember like at parent-teacher conferences, the teachers would always like tell like my parents that like I never stayed in my seat or like I'm talkative. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like now that like I'm like maturing, I've like mellowed out a little bit. Well, now you're the teacher. Yeah. It's funny how things come full circle. Yeah, I never thought I'd be a teacher either. Yeah. Um, but I realized that like I always wanted to work with people, mm -hmm. and I really like learning, and I think it's like really exciting to be able to learn things like that you care about and that are relevant to you, and like learning like why things in the world make sense. Right. So it was just kind of a natural path for me because I realized that I like teaching all my friends all the stuff I was learning in school, mm -hmm. and I had a psych degree, and I was like, well, what do I do with this? And then one of my roommates was like, have you ever thought about teaching? Um, I talked to my dad about it because he was a teacher, and he was like, only do it if you think you're going to love it. And then I, like, held off for a little bit, and then I, like, came back to it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll deep dive into this, and here I am. I'm a teacher. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah, so now that you're a teacher, you feel like this is like what you're meant to do all along? Actually, yeah. yeah. Like, when people would like ask me, so I just finished my first year, people would ask me like how it's going, like my first year and all that. And I just like, I feel like I'm, it comes very natural, naturally to me. Mm. And I'm meant to be there. Um, I don't know if like I'll do it my whole life. I like kind of just see like a year or so ahead. Right. So I'm... Doing my second year, starting in two weeks. Sweet, I was gonna make sure this is on. <laughs> We're good. Okay. We're eight minutes in, just like that. All right, so being a teacher, what kind of teacher are you? Um, um, like, how do you discipline your kids? Oh, that kind of, what kind yeah. of teacher? I, I thought you meant like, oh, what do you teach? <laughs> I teach seventh and eighth grade science. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm like still figuring it out, which mm -hmm. is like normal for a newer teacher yeah. figuring out like the classroom management style. Um, I really like to recognize like what my students do well mm -hmm. um, in like all facets in like classroom management and um, like when they put a lot of effort into something or like I know they're like being genuine like I like to um, recognize those things rather than like the things that they don't do well yeah. just like me as a ninja I like mm -hmm. to recognize like what works what works well like where I'm making improvements rather than like beating myself up for the things that I like fall on or don't do well for sure I feel that um, so outside of teaching let's bring it back to ninja um, when you get up on that starting block on the show like what are you feeling and what do you do before to like prepare for that um well, it was really different my first time versus all the other times. Yeah. So I guess first I'll speak to my first time, first time. on the starting platform. <clears throat> um, leading up to it, I like visualized like every single day, me like seeing the obstacles, warming up, getting on that start platform, going through the course, mm -hmm. hitting that buzzer. Every single day I would sit and visualize it. I even like had a reminder on my phone um, and then I feel like that really helped me like go out with a bang my first time because I knew what to expect and it felt a little familiar for me because I did it in my head so many times. Um, and I feel like I was able to do that because I had been on the obstacles before as a course tester. For sure. And I went when you were in Baltimore. That was like the only other time I was on set. Right. But like I kind of like knew what it would look like. I knew mm -hmm. you like walk upstairs. Um, so that really helped prepare myself for the first time but it like felt like i was in a dream like it was so surreal yeah. my first time on the a and w like course. super nervous or like not as nervous as you thought you were gonna be i feel like my main emotion was excitement yeah like i remember like crying out of excitement and like happiness that like yeah. i was actually there and doing this thing that i dreamed of doing for so many years mm -hmm. um and then the next time and all the other times I've competed on the show, it kind of was a little different and it felt like more like another competition and like not as special. I mean, it's still special, right? but it like wasn't as special as like the first time mm -hmm. stepping up on 
that start platform. What do you have to tell the people that get super nervous before they run and it like ruins their whole run because like they're so inside their head? That it's so normal. Right. Like everyone feels that way. Like all the um, like really great people you think about, mm-hmm. like Jesse LeBrock, she tells me how nervous she gets before. They probably feel it more because there's so much more pressure on them. Like they're supposed to do well. It's more yeah. like a perform- performance for them. Yeah. Just like a run. And like just knowing that that's normal and it's a good thing to feel that way because like it means one, you care and also like use that energy to like go and do the obstacles. Like transform that like nervous energy. It's the same kind of energy into the energy that you're using to bust that on the course. Yeah, I think uh, nervousness and excitement, they're very, very similar. Yeah. You can almost pick which one you want to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also, like, just, like, doing anything that'll, like, bring you back to the present moment is helpful. Like, mm-hmm. doing a body scan or, like, feeling or feeling part of your body or, like, listening to something. I got really nervous before competition recently, and there was um, an air blower from an air mat, and I just listened to the white noise of that, and it was really calming. Right. Listen to all your senses, because all those senses are actually real, but inside your head, they're not actually real. Yeah. You're, you're making it up. Yeah. I think I find it easier to, like, get in the moment with something external than internal, mm. like an internal feeling. Like, right. I'll just, like, look at something and, like, look at the outline of it or, yeah, like, listen to a noise. Mm-hmm. For sure. Or music. So, uh, first time... Can you actually, can we go back to like, what was like the exact feeling? Like what, like, did you have like tightness in your chest, butterflies? Were you in the moment? Were you inside your head? Like what, what was everything? I remember about? it was like almost my turn and I was standing with Abby Clark and Angela Gargano yeah. um, before I like went up. And like, I remember just telling them like how excited I was and grateful to be there and like oh my gosh I'm gonna get up there and like see my family like Mm -hmm. they're gonna be cheering me on I just felt like very warm on the inside and I also felt very ready because I had been training for like three years or something at that point and I like knew my skills like yeah were good enough confidence yeah I did have a lot of confidence because I like trained so much and I visualized it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I remember I was warming up and I, and I said to someone, like, they asked me how I felt and I was like, I just trust my training. Like, <laughs> I felt very, like, calm in yeah. myself, mm-hmm. but, like, really excited to be there. Right. I love that. So uh, American Ninja Warrior is one of the few sports where like the girls and the guys compete in the same exact course. Um, you know, what is that like? And like, do you think that should be or should it be separated? Um, I like that I can sometimes like feel as good as the guys. Yeah. But like, I feel like that like shouldn't be the rule. Mm-hmm. Um, like my first time on the show, I like, always advanced like with like the top 30 top 15 standings yeah and then this year for the first time I like was outside of that standings mm-hmm. when I was um in my semifinals run right I don't know where I was overall but I was like the third woman mm-hmm. and I was like grateful that they had the woman's rule because um because like I do recognize that like men and women are different and like Um, when I grew up, I did track in high school and I did hurdles and the women had shorter hurdles and I never questioned it. I never thought like, oh, I should do the whole race with the guys hurdles. That would have, that wouldn't have been appropriate for me. So like coming from that background, Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of normal for like the women to have like a separate, separate podium, um, that's cool. Let's talk about, like, uh, what did you do before Ninja? Like, what kind of sports did you do that kind of helped with that? Yeah, I grew up doing gymnastics. Okay, I so wasn't that... Yeah, I wasn't, like, too competitive with it. I was on a trampoline and tumbling team for a hot sack. Yeah. 
But then in high school, I guess I was over it. So I did um, field hockey and track where I did the hurdles and pole vault. And then in college, I didn't like do any of those sports in college. I went to Rutgers and I did club field hockey for a little bit, club gymnastics, club. No, I never did club rock climbing, but they had, a, they did have a club rock climbing team. And in, in hindsight, I kind of wish I did that. Mm -hmm. But I remember my freshman year, I was like, oh, that seems so hard. Like that grip strength, because I was thinking about doing ninja, but mm -hmm. I was like, oh, rock climbing will help. But I don't know, I was kind of afraid. For sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what would you say are some of like the biggest lessons you've learned from doing American Ninja Warrior and like also being on the show, being on that high platform? What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Um, the things that are worth it in life are not going to come easy. Right. Like, all my biggest successes came out of my biggest struggles. Mm -hmm. So someone, like, just getting started in this, and they want to be like you. What's like the advice? They're just getting started. They don't really have the skills yet. And they want to be like Rachel D. Guts on American Ninja Warrior. You know, what do they have to do to get there? I would tell them, don't be like me, be like you. Right. Um, I think you can recognize like what you are inspired, inspired by with other people, mm -hmm. but like do it your way. Yeah. Like I look at other ninjas and I'm like, oh, you have high self-efficacy. I want to have high self-efficacy, but what does that look like doing it my way? Right. Um, and like, make sure that you are enjoying the process because I think that's the most important thing. Like if you're not enjoying what you're doing, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, there are like lessons to be learned in like doing like really hard shit mm -hmm. and like toughing things out, but like make sure you're doing it for a reason. Yeah. Not just because, like, I don't know, someone says, someone, like, challenges you to do something that you don't care about at all. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you can do it if, like, you want the challenge. But, like, don't do it unless, like, you find value in it. Right. Focus on the next step. Focus on the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Yeah, everyone always wants to focus on the top. Yeah. But, yeah, you have a lot of steps until you get to the top. Yeah, like, I haven't hit my first buzzer yet on the show. And yeah. it's frustrating um and I didn't do well in Vegas this year like I real I was really confident I really wanted that buzzer mm -hmm. I I know I can do it um but like it's gonna take like a lot of training um and it's really meaningful to me because I like the training right. I like pushing myself that way Vegas is a whole different animal when you get there you're like holy shit yeah because like everything's so much bigger yeah some of the obstacles are like 20 feet above water it's like the big legos like you know how there's little legos and then big legos vegas is the big legos yeah <laughs> i remember i was very nervous before my run in vegas my first, my 19 year old season um i mean i had like probably like 15 family members fly out oh wow uh, i was running like middle of the pack and there wasn't that many clears before me like joe he went out um on the dipper so I was super nervous um, and like that really taught me that I could like respond to the pressure. Yeah. Like all the pressure, like put everything on my back and like I still came through and hit the buzzer. Yeah. So that was like a huge accomplishment for me. How did you do that? Um, I mean, honestly, I kind of zoned out during the run and I got super tired, like super quick because I, I got that adrenaline rush and the yeah. tongue dries up and then I don't know, you just keep going, like, you just, that's it, you just keep going. Yeah. It was crazy. I get that, um, like, when your family, like, flies out to watch you. Yeah. Like, sometimes I, like, almost wish, like, no one was watch watching <laughs> me, because my dad yeah. flew out to L.A. this year, and um, I was, like, really nervous, like, I wouldn't do well, and then he, like, flew all the way out there, but, like... It doesn't matter, like, at the end of the day, like, they're there to support you no matter what. Yeah, and you're and, there for you, first Yeah, all. like, they don't want you feeling that pressure. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're coming out knowing, like, you might not do well. Yeah. So, like, then that brings it back to, like, enjoying the process. Like, I just, like, 
flew out for a competition and like spent all this money like flying out getting hotel room and stuff and like I did really bad I didn't perform how I wanted to but like regardless I'm still glad I did it for sure because I enjoy like going to ninja competitions I enjoy putting myself mm -hmm. in that environment and like seeing how I do under pressure and yep. just like being in the competition mm -hmm. and you have to go through all those things to get to where you want to be anyway yeah and those failures you learn the most from them That's yeah for sure. yeah so uh let's talk about the woo okay where did that come from well it started um because i would get really calm yeah before my runs so i guess that was a way of like me combating my nerves is that like i would feel really physically calm and like I don't want to say sleepy, but like sometimes I feel a little <laughs> sleepy, even though like I'm warming up and like I'm yeah. getting ready to go. So then like I started like screaming. I think it, the first time I did it was at UBW because like my cook is all like wooey. Yeah. So he was like, are you ready to go? And I was like, woo. Yeah. And then I guess I liked it and it kind of fits my personality. For sure. So it stuck. And then um, I started like doing it before other competitions and then I got the call for the show and I wanted to design a shirt. Right. And I feel like you're like waiting for me to bring you up. <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, oh, I want to put something on the back of my shirt, like a quote or something. Yeah. And Zach over here, you were like, <laughs> why don't you put woo on the back? And I was like, oh my gosh, that is such a good idea. Um, and it like, I feel like it solidified like my thing. Yeah. And I really like didn't want to like have some like cheesy shirt um like the whatever ninja that's like right. a little bit of my personality mm -hmm. um and then the woo thing just like made sense because yeah like it was natural it wasn't like over the top um i mean <laughs> no i wouldn't say it's over the top but it definitely sticks out like i don't think it's super cheesy yeah. like i'm not no, it's not, it's not something i was like forcing out yeah. of me for sure um and then it kind of gets you like out of your nerves too you just kind of let, let it all out. Yeah, it's like one of those things that's a constant. For sure. Like, um, I know, like, in sports psychology, like, people talk about, like, having, like, some kind of anchor or, like, a constant or, like, yeah. using your breath or, like, mm -hmm. something you look at to anchor yourself in um, or something to, like, trigger yourself into, like, flow state. And for me, like, yeah. that's the woo. Yeah. Um, it pumps you up, too. Yeah. It pumps everyone up in the room, too. Yeah. Um, like everyone knows when Rachel's coming up to the starting Sometimes block. I don't want to do it just because I feel like it's like overdone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so sometimes I'll just like do it like quieter, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I made stickers that say woo. So yeah. that was fun because I could like share my stickers with everyone. True. And do yeah. some of like the, the kids do it? Like either at school or like at the competitions and stuff like that or even training? Um, I had my kids. So for the show, they just store in me as a teacher yeah. and I recorded one of my classes. So I had like my kids like do like the woo thing mm -hmm. and that was fun. That's cool. Do you have any like stories of like, uh, like your kids, like as far as like they did something like crazy, like in school? Oh man. Okay. One of my students <laughs> snuck her pet ferret into my classroom. Okay. Um, completely, like, had no idea what was going on. Um, I was actually teaching a lesson about ecology, um, about populations and carrying capacity. So, like, how many, um, how many number of a certain species can that ecosystem hold? Right. So, like, we were looking at a random graph, and I was like, someone, like, give me an animal because it didn't say an animal on there so i wanted to make it more concrete so this girl goes a ferret so the whole class i'm talking about like a population of ferrets and like some of the other kids like knew what was going on i think yeah. like one of her friends dared her to bring it in mm -hmm. um and then she like asked me to go to her locker like midway through class like put her backpack in it and i was like yeah whatever i like didn't really think much of it because her and her locker was like right outside my classroom and then Cl close to the end of the period, I get a phone call from the main office, like, 
can you send so-and-so down with her ferret? And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like a live ferret? And she was like, yeah, her dad's here to pick it up. Right. I was like, what? And then the girl was like afraid to go to the locker because like she was afraid to get in trouble. So then I went and opened the locker and there it is sitting on the top shelf of her locker is this ferret just staring at me. I slam the locker shut, it sticks its claws out of the like little the slits in the yeah. locker. Like I literally felt like I was in a TV show. <laughs> it was hilarious, but also like not ideal for a classroom environment. Oh, I'm sure. So anything else happened? Like she uh, get detention or anything like that? Um, she got suspended. She got suspended. Yeah. Dang. So don't sneak your your pets into school. Dang. I give her props. It takes a lot of balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, how about the the Sen City days? Oh, um, how was yeah. that for you? It was fun. It was nice yeah. being on a team. For sure. Um, I feel like I haven't really like found like a team within Ninja. Mm -hmm. Like some people like are at a gym like where you have a coach and you're on a team and you all wear like team shirts. Like I'm thinking of Vitality. Like I'm yeah. super jealous of the people at Vitality <laughs> and what they have. Right. Like I want to move to New England and go to Vitality. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing like that has really like clicked for me here. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll like train at like different gyms with different people, which I like doing. It has its benefits. Um, but like, I also like want like one coach who like knows me really well and can like tell me what to do yeah. and like to tell me to like do the things that like I wouldn't think to do on my own or like mm -hmm. do the hard things. I mean, I get that like with, I get that sometimes with like the people I'm training with, but I feel like it's not the same as like being on a team with someone who's like there just to coach you not sure. to like work out with you mm -hmm. um so i guess like sense city gave me like the team feeling a little bit like yeah. when we did like the sense city versus monster comp mm -hmm. that was really fun definitely i have a question for you yeah what did you learn from doing sense city uh a lot actually a lot so i got out of college had no idea what i wanted to do and then me and adam we worked at the gym and adam knew how to build and i figured i could like market like do the videos, all the marketing and social media, all that stuff. And then, uh, so right out of college, I started this business, had no idea what, the, what I was doing at all. We just winged it. So really I learned a lot about business. Um, I learned that you can't trust everybody. Um, and I mean, just the, the customers, like dealing with the customers, marketing, um, all the stress that comes with business. And I learned that I have, like, I'm only a beginner, I'm an apprentice when it comes to business. I have so much more to learn. And you can only really gain that with experience. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I learned. So I, I'm gonna take that into the next business. So yeah. I'm not starting at ground zero, I'm just uh, starting something new. And I have all that experience behind me and already made all those mistakes, so I don't have to make them again. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you make I feel like I've made mistakes, the same mistakes more than once. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the process. Yeah. Let's mark them down next time. <laughs> yeah. Like we were training here, I guess like in terms of like ninja obstacles, we were training here on this obstacle where you need to go, lache like through it because you need to reach out to something right away. Right. But then like I was in a competition and it was like a similar thing where you had to lache through it to reach out to something right away but I didn't recognize I needed to do that until I didn't do that and <laughs> failed. I'm like, oh, I wish I realized that obstacle was like this other obstacle I just did. Mm -hmm. um, so that sucked. So I always like ask myself like, okay, how can I recognize obstacles like that in the future? Or how can I like, uh, like make those connections with any obstacles I've done previously mm -hmm. in the future? You think sometimes you take it too serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I do. <laughs> so, like, me taking a year off, I probably, I don't know if I'll ever go back. I probably won't. But if I did go back, like, I wouldn't take it serious at all. Like, I would literally just have fun with it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't overthink things. I would just go for it and just see what happens. Yeah. I feel like I say I'll do that, and then I end up taking it super seriously. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, 
such a well, competitive person. Well, it means a lot person. to you, so yeah. it just makes sense that you would. Yeah. But if you notice, like, like Judas, for example, he doesn't even train at all, and he just shows up to these competitions, and he does pretty good. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't care. He just doesn't even take it serious. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I, like, hold myself back because, like, I don't know. I want to, like, be sure, like, I'll clear an obstacle. But then, like... This gets inside your head too much. Yeah, that's something I've been struggling with lately because I feel like my skills have gotten better, but like I'm not performing to that level yet. So I'm just like trusting that like it'll come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do you like not take it serious? Like what what can you do to like just like not care as much? Um. I don't know. Think less about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, right? Especially when you're on like a, the spotlight on the national stage. Yeah. You almost have, like, I feel like we do too much planning sometimes. But yeah. But if you're just like thrown out there and here, have fun, go for it. I feel like you need to find a balance of like caring a lot, but not like yeah. overdoing it. Um, and just like in that space where you can kind of just like let it flow. Mm. Yeah, the flow state. I think something that really helps me is like when I'm at a competition, I'm like, all my training is done. I am as prepared as I can be for this. Mm -hmm. I am prepared for this. I trust my training. And like, I'm just super excited to be here. Right. I love that. Um, so yeah, let's do a couple more questions. Um, if you had like one piece of advice for your 15 year old self, what would it be? Mm. When you're in college, join the club rock climbing team as a freshman. <laughs> um, I guess that it's okay to make all the mistakes that you're going to make. I wouldn't tell myself not to make all the mistakes I made mm -hmm. because I feel like those were like the biggest lessons I've learned. Like I've really messed up. Like with a bunch of things, mm -hmm. but like, I feel like I needed those mess ups to like actually learn, you know, like someone telling you something can only go so far. Like you're not feeling it yeah. until like you're in that position and you're like, oh man, I got to change something. For sure. So the future for you, let's go future for like your teaching career. Where do you see that going? Um, well, I'm teaching this year. I could see myself staying at this school for a while. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any like big goals with this? As far as like working yourself up to like something or do you, are you no, just complacent with this? I don't like, sometimes people ask me if I want to go into administration because yeah. that's like a thing. But like, I don't want to do that. I don't really want a lot of responsibility um, with like my career right now like i feel like i am too involved with ninja to like take a leap in my career like i need some kind of balance because mm -hmm. um, like right now like ninja is like just as important if not like more important to me than my career um i sometimes i like could see myself like working in ninja but um one time I was like talking to my mom about this and like she said how like sometimes like it is like good to like be doing different things. And I always like feel that like when I kind of need like a break from Ninja, like it's gotta be a balance. If like I like just like her having a lot of it or like not doing as well as I want to do, I like need like a step back. Like I'm like glad that like I don't work at a gym and I'm there all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like also like teaching like helps me be a better like learner. Oh yeah. Which I really appreciate. Um, and like I get to like share like my like life lessons with the kids, mm. which is really nice. Do they look up to you because you're on a TV show? And stuff yeah, like that? I think they definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> which is like really cool to know that like kind of gives you an edge like right when yeah. you're starting out yeah like kind of like respect too right in the beginning yeah like on the last day of school 
this past year, like all my kids were like, oh, we were afraid of you the first day. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I would not be afraid of me, but I'm totally gonna keep that in mind for next year. Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever have like imposter syndrome as far as, you know, being on the TV show? Can you define imposter syndrome? Um, like you don't feel like you should like be out on the show. Like you feel like you're not ready yet. You don't I've, feel like you deserve it yet. I've never felt like that with the show, but I felt like that at other competitions. Right. So like I'm like I compete on like the highest level with like all the elite women, and I've actually been feeling like, like that a little bit recently, mm. um, because I feel like I'm not where I'm not like I said before I'm not competing where I want to be, but I know I will. I I do compete. I will compete where I want to be. Yeah. I know like. I am there because I have like hard evidence of it. Um, what do you think your biggest weakness is? Like skill set wise, like for ninja. Skill set, mindset, whatever it is. Um, I guess like mindset wise, I feel like. Well, this isn't mindset, but I think I need to like make sure I'm breathing more when I do obstacles. I have like a really bad try face. Yeah. And like I feel like if I just like breathed better, I would have like better oxygen flow in my <laughs> muscles. Um, I feel like I know what it feels like to like be really confident when you're like going for a move, but I like want to be like that all the time when I compete or most of the time when I compete, and. I haven't, I'm not always like that. Um, but the, so that's like one of my goals for like my next few comps is to just like be in that mindset. Something I realized recently was that like when I'm training for the show, I really like picture myself on the show and like when I'm doing the courses in the gym, I feel like I have higher motivation to do well because I'm like oh if I do well here I'll do well on the show but like when I'm training for like other events I'm not as much like that mm -hmm. so like I think I need to be more like that and that'll sure. help me like have that like I'm getting this mindset yeah um how about like the spotlight do you like the spotlight as far as you know like people coming up to you and be like oh my gosh it's Rachel she was on TV like do you like that I like it sometimes. I feel like it gets old. Yeah. Um, like sometimes I think like, oh, it'd be cool if like someone recognized me. Yeah. Um, but like at the same time, like it gets old telling the same story. Mm -hmm. um, like I was at like the cross, I've been doing CrossFit. Okay. And I was at the CrossFit gym the other day and I like met this woman and I just like didn't bring up the ninja thing because she like asked me if I had done CrossFit before, like, because she's like, and I said I was like new to it, and she was like, well, obviously you're not new to working out, and I just like <laughs> didn't feel like bringing up the ninja thing because yeah. it's like always a thing. I've been there. People are like, oh my gosh, it's Ninja Warrior, like, yeah. or they're like, what's that? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Sometimes I just want to like not have my whole identity be that. Same. But it like you said it, yeah. is a big part of my identity. Yeah. For me, it's like a big part of my journey. Like it's hard not to bring up. Yeah. Like, what do you used to do? Like, how do you get here? Like, Ninja was a huge part of it. So. Yeah, I mean, you did it like since you were 15, pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Like eight years ago. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, uh, where were we? <laughs> Should we tell them what just happened? Oh yeah, some guy that like walked in. He saw what we were doing. He's bolted. Okay, out. so we're at a. Uh... Random we're at Ninja Top Gym. Golf. Yeah, we're not we're not at Top Golf. Uh, that's a sponsor of the podcast, by the way. Yeah. Top Golf. Top Golf. Paying big bucks <laughs> for the Right Now show. <laughs> um, we're at like the back room of a gym that we just kind of like walked into. We didn't know if we would be able to do the podcast here, but we kind of saw that no one was here, so we're like. I've literally never been here. Up. Never signed a waiver. It's a really cool spot, though. Yeah. So someone just came in to pick up the trash, but saw we were. We were recording something and walked away. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, um. We were talking about how like ninja's not our whole identity. Oh yeah. I feel like sometimes I can get really lost in ninja 
being my identity. Yeah, and I don't want it to like drive my ego. Yeah. I want to like drop my ego of all that. Yeah, I feel like that's when like things kind of go south for me is when like I associate my myself with like how I do at a competition. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a really bad rabbit hole to go down. Definitely, I totally agree. Um, But do you think that's a double-edged sword? Like, should you also do that with the competitions that you do really well at? And let that like drive your ego up? Yeah. Your worth up, kinda? Yeah. It's hard not to. Like, ego is not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to watch it and make sure you don't totally identify with it. Because ego is uh, your perception of what other people think of you. Okay. And like, I feel like if you drop that, you'll just be yourself, your true self, your true yeah. self. So, I mean, it's, it's in between. It's, there's not really an answer. And some people are very, very heavy on ego and they do great. Yeah. Like I think like Joe Moraski, for example, I think he has a huge ego. Mm-hmm. But he does really, really good. I remember when I was warming up for my first semifinals run, which was like the best run I've ever had in my entire life. Right. I like made it to the ninth obstacle, was like the top woman, top seven overall. But I remember warming up and watching Joe Moroski warm up. And I'm like, oh, he's so lucky because he's going to hit a buzzer. <laughs> I'm like, he hasn't hit a buzzer. He yeah. could fall on the first obstacle. But here I am thinking like that he's definitely gonna hit a buzzer, Mm -hmm. but he's probably not thinking that, or maybe he is. He has a lot of confidence for sure. Um, Because he has so much experience. He's he's been on that spotlight like 30 times probably. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's probably pretty confident, I'm sure. I'm sure he does get nervous. Um, Yeah, but then what was I saying? Uh, Ego and stuff, as far as double-edged sword. Oh yeah, so then. I'm just gonna check this. How long have we been going? 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so after I did really well on the show, I, I don't know, I just kept saying like, oh, but one run doesn't define you because I had always said that like the opposite way, but I like kind of didn't let like this huge win define me because I didn't want to like fall in the habit of that. Right. But like, I don't know, maybe I'm being too hard on myself. I mean, it's always good to like look back and like, I was proud of that accomplishment that I made. Like I worked hard to get to there. I did work hard to get there. Exactly. Yeah, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Definitely not. But what do you, uh, like the present moment, it's called the right now show. Okay. So like, what does right now mean to you? Right now, um, well, it's really nice to see you because I haven't seen you in a really long time. <laughs> um, and I think it's nice talking about like our journey because I feel like you like really knew me when I first started Ninja. Yeah. So like seeing me kind of progress from like an outside perspective mm-hmm. is different than I think like of a lot of people who know me now because yeah. I feel like I'm so different, but also the same mm-hmm. as I was when I first started. I think you were way different, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like, how was I different? Uh, well, you were, like, way more outgoing. Like, you just, you just, like, didn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, super energetic, crazy, I would say is a good word. Um, but, I mean, no, you came a long way as far as athletically. And you also matured a lot. I know. I don't like yeah. it, but I do like it at the same time. I really yeah. miss being in college. Just being like a kid again? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of glad I didn't, like, start doing Ninja until, like, later in college. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, like, hard to balance, like, the fun college life with, like, trying to be a serious athlete. Um, so, like, I'm really glad I didn't, um, like, fall into it. Kind of got the like, best later. of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. What was, uh, what was college like? Um, you I, went to Rutgers, right? Yeah, I went to Rutgers. I loved it. Um, I kind of, like, tried to do too many different things. Like, I was in a sorority, which, like, I never thought I'd be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, tried to do all these club sports. And then I was doing ninja. And then... 
I don't know, I just like wanted to be like involved in everything. And I feel like in college, like one of the biggest things I learned is that you can't do everything. Like pick like one or two things and be all in them. Mm. Like I feel like like now when I'm at school and I'm teaching, like being present with my students is practice for like being present when I'm at Ninja. Like whatever I'm doing, I'm there. Like right now I'm here with you having this conversation. That's why it's called the Right Now Show. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was perfect. Um, now, American Ninja Warrior, what are your goals? Like where do you want to get to? Like what's, yeah, what, what's the goal for like next season or like a couple years from now? Like what's the ultimate goal? I really want to hit a buzzer. I haven't done that yeah. and I know I can. Mm -hmm. um, that's the first goal. And then the next goal, Hit another buzzer. Um, just complete courses. Yeah. I'd love to do the women's special again, mm -hmm. if they have it again. I did it um, my first year on the show. Like, because I did well, they had selected me for it. And I didn't do well on it, which was really upsetting. Yeah. Um, I fell on Lunatic Ledge, and I resented that obstacle for a whole year. And then I got it again in semifinals in season 14, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have this obstacle, but I was able to just mm -hmm. think about it really neutrally. And I did it and I wrote like a whole like three part Instagram post. If you want to read it, <laughs> check out my Instagram, Rachel yeah, underscore it. D guts. Um, yeah, so my goal is to hit a buzzer um, and then like some secondary things. I'd love to like hit a buzzer in Vegas. Um, I'd love to be on the women's special again. I like was on the maybe list for it this year. And then like, I thought I was going to do it, but it like wasn't certain yet. And then like, because I didn't do well in Vegas and they like filled the spots, the open spots with like people that did better than me. Right. And I was really upset and I was like happy for the people who got to do it, but also really jealous. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been there before too. Yeah, um, but I got to test for it, which was so cool. Yeah. I got to test some obstacles on stage too, um, and I got to test, they did um, uh, something on the stage four tower. I won't completely give it away but they did some kind of racing thing on the stage four tower and I got to test for that. Oh, which like is the hop back and forth thing? Yeah, I wasn't gonna give it away. <laughs> Cause it's not gonna air for a while. Well, I mean, we just call it the hop back and forth thing. No one knows. Yeah, so I got to do that, which was so cool being up on that tower. Like I oh, love I climbing on giant things. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, like right now, like I guess I'm pretty focused on like my one goal is to clear a course. Gotcha. And my steps going towards that goal is most of the time I go out because my grip pumps out. So like I've been working a lot on increasing my max grip strength. Mm -hmm. um, I read a lot of like... I think a lot of that, for me at least, because like I know like during training I could last forever, at least back then. Yeah. But like on the show, it's a whole different ball game because... I mean, the nerves, the adrenaline, your heart's pumping way faster. Yeah. So I think the best thing to do for me was just like calm all that down, like figure yeah. out how I can calm that adrenaline down. Yeah. Get in the present moment, control my breathing. Yeah, I, I know I need to breathe more, which is something like, yeah. that's what I think I need the most help with from other people is to like, tell me like, breathe. Yeah. Um, well, think about it, you go run a mile and then go run a ninja course because when you're out of breath. Yeah. You're not gonna, like, your grip strength is not going to last very long. Yeah. Because you're huffing and puffing. You're, all that blood flow is going. Lactic acid. It's a lot harder. So it's almost like that. Because yeah. your heart's just pounding on the starting platform. It's a lot. Yeah. But as you go through those more and more experiences, it calms down just with experience. Yeah. I actually remember you saying that like during my first season competing. Yeah. I was so nervous. And you were like, you get used to it. <laughs> and I did get used to it. Yeah, it's just true. like anything. I mean, I still get nervous. Um, sometimes I feel like, like I said before, like I'm too relaxed. Yeah, um, I used to get like that too. I've been listening to music more when I'm warming up. I think it helps me like just like be with myself because like I'm really outgoing. So it's like easy for me to like 
fall into other people's conversations. Yeah. So like, I just need to like do my own thing when For I'm sure. warming up. So like putting in like earbuds helps with that. Yeah. What's a, what's one thing you like, you don't like about American Ninja Warrior, like the show? Like, what's like your least favorite part? Uh, my least favorite part of competing on- Interviews. The fact that like some things are just fake. Um, um, well, maybe some of the producers. Yeah, I let me just trash girl, talk all the producers on the, the internet. The one girl who interviewed me was one of the most disrespectful people I've ever met. Like, and I was like, how are you interviewing? Like, I feel so uncomfortable right now. I'm yeah. so disrespected. Yeah. And I mean, I've like, one time I was in an interview where they, they wanted me to talk about something and I just like, said I didn't want to talk about it and they were pretty mm -hmm. respectful. Um, so I'm glad that like, they didn't push it. Yeah. Um, one time there was like a producer that like, was like kind of crazy about like knowing where everyone was and like not letting people like go places they wanted to go. So, but like, she, I don't know, she was just trying to do her job. Um, I mean, all my like family and friends like hate how like the timing is like they're yeah. so like bad with timing like mm -hmm. they'll say like oh i'm like up next and it'll be like three hours later yeah um yeah it's like that um i mean it sucked not getting picked for the women's special that like yeah. Yeah, I had that happen to me my my rookie season. I, I made it further than any of the rookies as far as how far I got in the obstacle, at least. I don't know about time or anything like that. Uh -huh. They didn't even give us that. The wing nuts. Yeah, the wing nuts. And uh, everyone thought like I was going to get picked for the, it was like the Matt Akbar and whoever it was. Oh, the... The team special. Yeah. Because the kid, he already got picked for like Team USA. So they thought, everyone thought like, they're like, oh yeah, Zach. And then they picked the kid again. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, I know that. It's a popularity stinks. thing. Yeah. And some people have ins. Yeah. Like, he, like, knew all the producers, like, ahead of time, somehow, some way. I don't know how. But it is what it is. Yeah, I think at, like, the end of the day, you, like, have to remind yourself, like, they're just trying to make the best TV show. Right. And, like... It it's also might show. not have anything to do with you. Oh, for sure. It doesn't. You're right. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's a TV show. It's not like, at least that aspect of it, it's not like an actual sport yet. It's not like the best people get picked every year. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you had like one piece of advice for everybody, what would it be? Be you. Don't try to be anybody else. I know that's like really cheesy. Yeah. But I think that's like one of the biggest things like I need to remind myself because like some I feel like some like some one of the issues that like I deal with is comparing myself to others like the other women I compete against. Um, and I just have to like remind myself like I am me I am not them like mm -hmm. I have my own strengths um like my strengths like could be someone else's weaknesses for sure um and like just like stay in my own lane cool anything else you want to say to the viewers or should we um, end it right there I don't know <laughs> 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 Woo! there you go hell yeah thanks for coming on